1: through literature, the arts, the skilled trades, and the humanities. We thank you for joining us tonight, and we'd love you to be a part of tonight's discussion by calling in with your comments or questions to 347-324-5552. Good evening, everyone. My name is Preston Washington. I'm your host this evening for the Gifts of Freedom, coming to you over www blacktalkradio.com I would like to remind you that these shows are archived and are available for free on iTunes at blackhistoryuniversity.com I would also encourage you to send a friend request to Leslie Gist on Facebook to keep abreast of program information Tonight, my guests are Kathleen Manning and Bill Paul. Kathleen and Bill are owner-operators of Print, Old, and Rare. Good evening, Kathleen and Paul, Bill. Okay, apparently they haven't signed in yet. Hello. Hello. Is that Kathleen? Yes. yes it hi. Is. Yes. Mm-hmm. We
0: list, yes, we're here.
1: Oh, you're there. Yes. Well, welcome to tonight's show.
0: Well, thank you so much. It's a thrill to be here.
1: Okay, you're the owner operators of Prince Old and Rare. Uh,
0: that's Where are right. you? We're uh, in uh, a little town called Pacifica, California. That's right by San Francisco.
1: Okay. Tell us a little bit about yourselves. How did you get into the rare
2: book business? Yeah, we started in the rare book business about 45 years ago. And uh, we specialize in historical books and prints and maps uh, pertaining to historical, various historical subjects, uh, one of which is black history. That's one of the most popular. Collections that we have, and we sell these things and put them together for both collectors and institutions the uh yeah the the uh, uh the particular prints and maps uh are uh American black history for example. okay
1: and uh that would include uh the history of the freedmen's bureau
2: yes indeed it would
1: what do you have we, any, we have
2: like, things like the freedmen's schools and so on right
1: okay and tell our listeners a little bit about what the freedmen's bureau was all about
2: well this was this was set up for for the uh, education of blacks and uh, the betterment of blacks at the uh, r- roughly the time that the Civil War ended. And it was, uh, uh, the schools were actually constructed. We have pictures of some of these schools in the southern states, particularly, where they opened them for the benefit of uh, black children. And uh, the Freedmen Bureau was supposed to right uh, many of the wrongs that had been done. Uh, to the blacks during the civil war. Okay. Well,
1: and did they also set up banks? Yes, indeed.
2: They did, but the banks were a bit of a, a failure in one way and that uh they uh they set up the banks, but they seemed to run out of funds. The politicians in many cases uh didn't uh, didn't do it properly or didn't deliver, so to speak, right?
0: You know, maybe some of the listeners might be interested where we get the prints.
2: And uh, where will that be? How do you
1: come
0: well, about it? Well, um, over the years, we have specialized in uh, periodicals such as Harper's Weekly and Frank Leslie's, and they were published before the Civil War up till about 1914 in the case of Harper's Weekly. Very interesting that these were uh, literature that was available to the people on a weekly basis like a weekly magazine and since photography wasn't available on a whole whole, uh, large scale method they did wood engravings so all the pictures are actually wood engravings that were drawn on wood and carved They're, they're really quite incredibly beautiful then we also have some prints of uh done by courier and Ives who they were important printmakers in the 1800s so our interest has been primarily the 19th century american prints
2: right uh, the collections of the black history deal with such things as slavery before the war emancipation after the war uh, with, uh, the blacks taking their Seats in the in the various legislatures. Uh, also, during the war, it showed black soldiers not only fighting for the South where they were fighting, um, um, courtesy of the of the Southern states, but they were fighting. Some of them were fighting in the Northern armies, and they were depicted depicted that way. And then, of course, we cover things like Reconstruction. And and the, then there were, was uh, a bit of uh, upset with the, uh, uh, this is what we were talking about before, part of the Reconstruction program. Then we have things like the black uh, uh, being persecuted by the Ku Klux Klan organizations. And then finally, uh, the blacks again, uh, the black soldiers again became important during the Spanish-American War. And later the famous Buffalo Soldiers who who were black cavalry units that, that patrolled the West. And, in fact, they even had a group uh, uh, patrolling our, our park here in San Francisco called Presidio Park.
0: And uh, one very famous artist did some wonderful pictures of the Buffalo Soldiers, and that's Frederick Remington. And they're really quite classic and, and beautiful. And uh, courier knives. There are also many of the prints are ones that you would not want to put on your wall because they really are some of the dark parts of history. And those are mainly bought by institutions who want to show the whole the whole of history. The
1: okay.
0: Yes, um, go ahead.
1: Give us three of those negative uh, prints that you're making reference to.
0: Well, there's a series of prints called Blackville, and they're kind of... They're comic comic using uh dialect, uh, kind of uh showing uh black folk as kind of uh subjects of aren't they cute that sort of attitude. And there's a whole series of them. Their courier knives has a whole series and uh Harper's Weekly had a whole series of those also. And then there are uh
2: What's kind of interesting about those particularly is that uh, some of the institutions collect them, and one of the institutions even title its collection as the world sees us. And uh, this uh, continued all through that early period, you see, of America. And, uh, And it really was kind of a comic kind of thing. The blacks didn't like it. The whites thought it was comic. But now it's valuable as to the interpretation of how the whites viewed the blacks at that time.
1: Yeah, you guys are familiar with uh, the snafu that Russell Simmons uh, started with his so-called sex tape of Harriet Tubman.
2: Right. Yeah. right. Russell
1: yeah. Simmons, you know who Russell Simmons is. Right? Yeah. Oh,
2: yes, indeed. Yes,
1: and he's taken quite a hit for that. Uh, mm-hmm. So that would fall under and And here we are still today with negative uh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's coming yeah, out yeah
2: isn't isn't not isn't it amazing here uh it cleared up shortly uh with with the good uh, the good works that were tried after the civil war, but by and large they fell by the wayside with time and yeah. here we're fighting the same battles again, you know it's interesting these many of the universities as well as collectors collected this, these kind of things. Uh because they indeed because they indeed have uh have had collections of various things. Hello?
1: Yes, I'm here. Go ahead. Yeah.
2: Uh they had collections of uh, various types. Uh for example a an institution in uh in Washington, D.C., might have uh, political uh, uh, collections. But many of the universities, white as well as black universities, didn't have anything until the last 50 years on black history. And so many of them scurried to put together collections of African maps and black history and black books and uh, this kind of thing to fill in the blanks, you see.
0: Oh, yeah, that is another thing that... uh people have collected, and that is African maps, and also there have been some uh, engravings of the uh, stations, the buildings where people uh, were sort of warehoused uh, on the Gold Coast there in Africa. And uh, in fact, I think that... Before uh, being shipped
2: out, right? Right.
0: I think President Obama was visiting one of those very places, and, and there are some engravings of those. And so we've sold quite a few of those to people that have probably been to Africa and want to have, like, something to remind them of that terrible period.
2: You see these prints that we have, everything that we sell, the maps, the the views, the books, everything is authentically old. In other words, if it depicts a scene in the Civil War, let's say in 1864 of a black unit in action... That was actually printed and done in 1864. These are not reprints, but what they're holding in their hand is the actual thing that their fathers and grandfathers and uh, citizens at that time actually saw. Do we know if any of of those negative images um,
1: were created by Blackwell, similar to what Russell Simmons created?
2: There there were two or three uh, 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 less important uh, from the point of view of volume uh, uh, by black artists themselves, that's right? Really
0: a, that's an interesting question, though. I, I, I really don't know. I haven't heard that. It's possible, but that would be interesting to study that. There's, a lo- there's not much known about some of the artists. They're uh, they're famous ones like Homer, Winslow Homer, and Frederick Remington, but there are a lot that were anonymous.
1: Hmm, Yeah, it's surprising that uh, Russell Simmons would do that today, especially with someone with his wealth. And for the listeners that may not be aware, uh, he created a video uh, supposedly on how the Underground Railroad got started, and Harriet Tubman sex favors for money in order to start the Underground Railroad. Mm. There may be some who don't know the details on that. Um, he uh, apologized for it, of course,
0: and mm-hmm. I don't know if it's
1: been taken down.
0: Uh, I heard that also. it was, yes.
1: It was taken down?
0: That's what now, I what heard,
1: about, yeah. uh, What about three or four positive images?
0: Well, there's right. one, there's one that, that, well, Thomas Nass did a lot of really, really beautiful, beautiful prints, or pow- not beautiful, but powerful prints. And There
2: are nice pictures of Frederick Douglass, for example.
0: Yes, yeah, Frederick Douglass. There's and a beautiful cover, a Harper's Weekly cover of Frederick Douglass. There are other
2: prints that are, uh, we don't know who the people are, but pictures that were depicted, uh, the first black vote in
0: oh, yeah. that's, that's really, uh, things that's of this sort, word. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the first,
2: and go ahead. Is that the first black vote.
0: Yes. Uh huh. Yeah, kind of timely, uh, and it just it shows a, uh, a gentleman walking, kind of like just with a smile on his face, walking and and casting a vote. It's casting really, the
2: first it's black really vote, lovely. right? <laughs> it was a it was a front page. Uh, print uh, d- done for this famous Harper's. You see, Harper's was uh, an illustrated newspaper. In fact, it was uh, particularly popular then because most of the people, black and white, couldn't read, but they could interpret the pictures all right.
1: How much yeah. did, did you have a copy of that picture uh, print? And if so, how much does it cost? What would it send me back if I
2: wanted to purchase it?
0: the the first, I... or the first
2: vote, the first yes, vote,
0: yes, that would
2: be f- about fifty dollars, about 50 dollars, mm-hmm. oh, okay, yes. here in California, mm-hmm. yes, and uh, uh, they there are a number of these rather heroic uh, pictures here and there. There's a there are black soldiers rescuing white soldiers on the battlefield and so on mm-hmm. that are uh, quite exciting
0: the buffalo soldier ones are good too and there's there's one there's some very sweet pictures of of family life there's a cute christmas one of little little children in front of a fire in a cabin that's that's by thomas Ness. that's a very sweet picture yes. and they're just kind of like waiting for santa then there's a one that i think is beautiful it's called her family's pride and uh there's a young lady kind of sashaying in a pretty dress and her family's looking on so happy and it's just a real warm picture very sweet.
1: Now, give
0: us your, your yes, contact ahead,
1: question.
0: Are please. any of these prints and books available
1: um, through mail order or so? How do we get a hold of you? How would we... Well,
0: we are um, online at uh, com. We have a big website, and uh, we have a, a quite a few. We probably have about 100 black history prints up. And uh, that's specific, I mean, old And
2: the person comes to Prince Old and Rare, and, they, and uh, there's information on how they can order them. And that's basically what we do because we... Our customers are all over the country. In fact, we have foreign customers as well. And we then mail UPS to these people. And people can call
0: our 800 number, which is 800-879-6277. And we're always happy to get calls.
1: Mm -hmm. You guys got started 45 years ago.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, what uh, What motivated you to get into this rare book? Uh, business and how do you acquire your images
0: right well um i I was originally a history teacher for some years, ten years, and then I uh switched occupations, my husband and i and he uh, he was a geographer and an economist and, a... and uh, we switched into into this and decided we wanted to be in the mail order business, so we've been in mail order all these years and have had customers all over the world. And now, after the Internet started, then we developed a website, so we sell off our website, too. And um, so I think we come by the interest. I love social history. I loved all the stories of the immigrants and how they came to America and uh, all of the, the little groups in America and how they kind of what happened to them. And it's interesting because most of them were treated very insultingly by the majority of the population that was there. There's some really nasty Irish cartoons too, and Jewish cartoons. But so, oh, um, do you guys use eBay? No, no, we don't. Not very often. Once in a great, great while, but we just kind of rely on our our. Our website and on our old customers, like the institutions that buy from us, when we have something different that we think they'd like. Oh, another thing that we do have a little bit of, but not a lot, is that we do have some black photography of of uh, from the 1800s, a little bit. And uh, that is something that's really rare and wonderful, to,
2: if you can acquire it. We've um, been trying to acquire everything in sight, as you might imagine, And we've bid at auctions and bid through dealers, and uh, have done this for 45 years. And we have a huge stock now of material. And so that anyone in your audience that would have questions in regard to anything specific, we'd be more than happy to hear from them.
1: Would that include uh, garage sales, estate
0: sales?
2: Everything. Well, yes.
1: we we do nice. go
0: to those, but they're vainly. We don't find too much. They're more for fun.
2: <laughs> I see. <laughs> Buy what stuff the,
0: that I don't need.
2: Many so of this. the things we've bought years ago, the the many of the libraries were getting rid of their volumes of uh, of uh, newspaper uh, and uh, maps and things of that sort, old atlases, and uh, they they uh, sold these at auction generally uh over either in New York or London or so on maybe local auctions even and so that we would follow those up and bid on practically everything that came up you see there are lots of old print dealers but we're the only ones as far as i know that specialized in historical prints american historical prints particularly
1: what's your biggest jam what's the your greatest find that you came across
2: um, let me think. Well, I, uh, I was in New England, uh, going through a, uh, drawer, uh, just a file cabinet drawer in a very old uh, shop, a, uh, bookshop. And they had a lot of loose prints in it and, uh, everything was marked a quarter. And I came up with a, a map that at that time was worth about $450, and uh, that was one of the, one of the good things we had many it's hard to write up the spur of the moment tell which was the best mm-hmm. but we have maps that go back uh, to the very first maps that were printed uh uh with uh, with printing press and uh, uh the nuremberg chronicles and things of that sort and uh, by the way uh, the, what we have in the black history area isn't only confined to American black history but it has a lot of interesting African black history and uh showing the british uh, over in uh, in south africa and uh and in the west uh west africa and so on and uh and the tribal members dressed in uh some of them posed for the uh for the artists who drew them at that time and remember this was before before photography, uh, in those cases.
0: Well, oh, I, I remember a great buy we had one time. We had a, we found a photo album of a of a African American family from Indiana, and it was like pages. It was it was beautiful, and I took it to a book fair, and it sold. I regret now that I sold it, <laughs> but it was so wonderful, and that really should have gone to a historical society. In, or I hope that the family got it somehow or other, because it just was very special. You ever come across any old tintypes? And could
1: you tell our audience what tintypes were?
0: Uh, well, uh, tintype was uh, was early type of photography where the print is uh, was actually printed on tin.
2: Exposed to the light, exposed actually to the uh, to the piece of metal, and the metal plate picked up the image. And we do have some black tintypes as well as other tintypes. And uh, that was uh, before, of course, before Brady and um, the early photographers began um, the, the paper photography.
0: Yeah, they go back to before, way before the Civil War, right? mainly.
1: And you mentioned uh, there are some African prints and whatnot involved in this. Did you come across anything on the Moors?
2: uh the, the moors yeah uh, moors
0: yeah but in spain there's yeah there
2: are yeah. Oh, oh in in spain the moors in spain mm-hmm. oh, yeah sure sure we have lots of things on the moors in spain i i was trying to place a tribe <laughs> i couldn't recall yes we do and uh uh quite quite a bit of uh material on uh the agitation there at that time
1: Okay. What about information on the um, underground railroad?
0: You know, we don't have much on that. There's one. I've only seen one picture of Harriet Tubman, and uh, there was there's quite a bit on abolition, but not much on the underground railroad. It's, that's interesting.
2: That was kept so secret, apparently, uh, that the that the white artists of the time just didn't pick it up. You know. Uh-huh. And uh, of course, it was probably pretty secret at that yeah, time. Yeah,
0: there is just one. Uh, there might be like there are a few pictures of Harriet Tubman in books and things. So there's a
2: there's a there's a couple of uh, pictures of uh, cabins along the Ohio River, what, which were stops on the Underground Railroad. I recall we have, uh, but not many items. Okay, what about uh, slave revolts such as Nat Turner? Um any oh yeah we have we have a lot of things on slavery, and uh, uh a lot of them are very sympathetic too. Thomas Nass, the father of cartooning in fact was was very liberal in those days, and he slammed the whites for the way they treated the blacks pretty badly.
0: He showed a lot of a lot of suffering. For black of black people at the hands of of the of the law. He's, he's the same dramatic.
2: man, right? He's the same man that attacked Boss Tweed, if you will recall, in New York, and yeah. uh, uh, and he convinced many people in this country, the blacks in the in the northern part of the country, particularly where this where these uh, publications uh, came from, that they were mistreating blacks very badly all over the country. But particularly in the South.
1: Mm-hmm. I'd be curious about uh, black settlements, uh, not only in the United States, but some of those uh, black settlements in Canada.
0: Uh,
2: well, any information? I don't think we have too much on that. No. That no. was
0: not, that. I don't think that was publicized much.
1: Um, what about black celebrations? You mentioned uh, you had one of the kids around the Christmas tree, or
0: right? And, there's, and and Decoration Day. There's a very nice one of a kind of a grandfather with his with the grandchildren celebrating Decoration Day. There's some nice Fourth of July things and uh, nice Christmas things. Well, there's, there's some Gathering. celebrations
2: uh, when the seas, uh, slaves were dancing around the ex slaves. Uh, with the first taste of freedom down there, when the uh, when the forces moved into the towns, uh-huh. things like that they were celebrating uh, all over the place. Right. So My the old, uh,
1: uh emancipation Day, such as Juneteenth.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. not
0: Juneteenth, but we have the uh, when the Emancipation Proclamation was done. There is a big double page that Thomas Nast did on the Emancipation Proclamation. That's a real, really beautiful quite fabulous print and um, I I think that might be up on the website for people to look
2: at it's it's great it's just really worth looking at anybody that's interested in something can actually ask us about it and if it's not on the website we have only a small handful of black history compared to our inventory but we then will take a picture and put it on the website so they can see it if they're interested further you see
1: or send them an email
2: yeah either one
1: I think we have some callers on the line. Before we open that line up, uh, could you give us your website address again and your phone number?
0: All right. So it is uh, www.princeoldandrare.com. And the and is spelled out, A-N-D. Princeoldandrare.com. And our phone number is 800-879-6277.
2: That's a toll-free
0: number.
1: Okay, great. Okay, callers, if you... um, I Have a question or comments? Uh, go ahead. You're on the line, Hello? caller. Hello. You're That's on the line. Yeah, hey, how you doing? Uh, Fine. Yeah, what, what's your Hello? question or comment? Yes, yeah, so I have a question. Uh, I would like to know do you have any information on John Horse? Um, just learned about him uh, last week. He was supposed to be of a seminal down in Florida. Who fought against the United States for 50 years? Do you have any information on John Horse?
2: We do have a lot of information on Seminoles. We'll have to look that up for you. Uh, yeah, okay. the Seminoles. Uh, many of them were black. You know, they were black, and uh, uh, and so that it wasn't particularly unusual. Uh, John Horse, I don't, I don't recall uh, for sure, well, but we'll, well certainly well, look that up yeah. for you. If we can have okay, yeah. your contact, we'll we'll get back to you. Caller, did you okay. get their website and phone can... call number? Caller.
1: Yes. Um. So I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm driving a big truck. It's kind of hard for me to hear you.
0: Oh. Okay. Yes. Go ahead and send us an email, and we'll look for you and let you know.
1: Okay. I can give you my email address. Okay. Okay. The the email address is y like yesterday is y b e, n and like Nancy, i n G, as in GOAT, Z, at gmail.com. Call up before y you Bennings go. That is at gmail. Okay. Call it before you go. Are you a collector? Am I a collector? Yeah, are you and, a collector? As, an, um, as, a, as far as art? As it, yeah, artifacts, uh, black history artifacts, prints, books, etc.
2: Well, as far as books and literature, yes, I am. Yeah, and this man doesn't have to be a collector. Actually, we're happy to, to do something to look up uh, things for individuals if they're interested in just one uh, one subject, you see. And that's perfectly fine. May we have your phone number in case it doesn't go through? doesn't want
0: to give that Yes, oh, yes. all right. That's right. yes, her.
2: Okay. Would you like Thank my you. number? Yes. Okay. Yes, my okay. number is area 646. 646 six.
0: Eight. yes
2: 801 mhm 0682 okay. okay we uh, we'll call you if we can't get through on your email and you'll hear from us and thanks for your question it. right I
1: very, I very much appreciate that thank you very much our <laughs> pleasure appreciate your call caller Okay so we got some interest out there Good. uh what you guys are up to um,
2: Good. Now, and can I you, I, yes. yes, go ahead. I was going to say, I would think that uh, more people, when they hear your blog, will have a very special interest in something. They may not be a major collector, but certainly a major interest in in a particular family or, or town or something that would be uh, would be of interest to them, and they're certainly welcome to contact.
1: Now, do you guys do any appraisals on items if someone brought something in?
0: Well, if they, uh, I do it locally if people bring things into me, but that's kind of narrow. They'd have to be right around my area of San Francisco. People can right. send me pictures online, and I'll try to give them a clue uh, as to where they should take it if I can't help them. Because I that that always works. So if people take a picture with their with their phone or their iPad or whatever their camera, send it to me online.
2: I will try to help.
1: And you guys do
2: purchase from private uh,
1: people.
2: Oh yes, we're mm-hmm. always anxious, always anxious to purchase this kind of material.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And please have anybody contact us that's interested in selling. Uh, uh, from a, a few prints or a couple prints to, to a whole collection.
1: Now, you mentioned earlier um, some of your successes. Have you ever come across something that you thought was worth more than what it turned out to be worth?
0: <laughs> For sure. <laughs>
2: All the time.
1: <laughs> what was your most notable
0: uh, biggest, uh, biggest, well, I I don't know of anything in particular that really was horrible. Can you think of anything, Phil? Uh, probably something I did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we have we've been surprised both ways, uh, both on things that we bought and things that we sold.
0: Yeah, I've I've been uh, to auctions and bid on the wrong lot.
2: I I sold I sold one map to a uh, to a uh, dealer or uh, uh, collector it was. No, she was a dealer in Alaska, and uh, the map was an Alaskan map, and we charged 400 And she sent us a note and said, I was so happy to get that, I was able to sell it at 4600 right away. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, usually we don't hear that. You see? Usually they're quiet when that
1: Well there seems to be a lot of interest there you find in, uh, a lot of interest here um with people getting involved with their ancestry um a lot of' yeah, it's a very
2: hot thing right
1: with the antique row show et cetera mm-hmm. finding a growing interest in your line of
2: endeavor oh yes, uh you see our kind of thing is there may be one or two copies of something, but that's it there are no reprints there's no uh, there's no uh, uh, modern uh, print of it and so that when those are gone they're gone and people realize that they better grab the thing fast because it's one of a kind oftentimes and uh, this this is this is caught on pretty much because of the things as you suggest uh uh uh, Mr. Washington, as you suggest, uh, the uh, the publicity, given the road shows and things of this sort, do help a great deal. I believe.
1: So do you know if genealogists are approaching you more now?
0: Yes, definitely. Not only do they like, oftentimes we can't really help them find their family so much, but they look, they want a map of the area so that they can see what you know where they're where they came from so maybe a county uh or whatever
2: yeah oftentimes you know. individual farmsteads are identified on old maps that is meaningful to them things of that sort you
1: see mm-hmm. okay. other than the maps uh any other tips that uh, you would have for genealogists? uh
0: well, that's more in the books. And yeah, that
2: that would be. We have a
0: lot of uh, state histories and a uh, lot of a lot of a lot of little
2: local history books. Those are sometimes really good. If somebody wants something very specific, and uh, there's a chance that a library like uh, uh, like uh, Brigham Young might have it. They have a wonderful uh genealogical uh, as you as you're aware uh, mm-hmm. library there and uh, they're very generous with what they will come up with and tell people about
1: well uh, do you come across uh, items such as bibles or death related prints cemetery information, which might be of interest to genealogists as well
0: no, not very often i know it is, like there would be permit there would be actual records don't see that we don't see that very often we have maybe um you know i don't know i think you have to go to institutions to see those those kind of records
1: what about black newspapers
0: well i have had those but they've those those i've really sold offline because they've they're they're extremely popular and i would I would or I don't have anything right now on those uh, we've
2: had things like black playbills and yeah. uh, uh things of that sort too that are very popular
1: yeah you got a Marcus Garvey material, anything about the Harlem Renaissance?
0: No, that's a little bit newer than what we kind of stop about nineteen hundred and maybe nineteen ten we don't we're more more in the previous century.
1: Mm. What about Native American
2: material? Art, oh, lots, lots yeah. of Native. Uh, uh, we have material on practically all uh, all Indian tribes, uh, uh, pictures of the Indians, and so on. They came along at uh, in the eighteen late eighteen hundreds, and of course it was the era when this when these. Uh, Prints and uh, photos were were basically uh, very uh, had become very popular.
0: We have um, maps showing all the Indian sessions. Um, We have beautiful engravings that were done in the 1840s, and then there's beautiful hand-colored prints too, of various chiefs that were that are very popular, McKinney Hall, Indian Prince.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, the fellow that just asked us about uh, Horace, the uh, Seminole, uh, there is a very good chance that if he was one of the chiefs or one of the more important Seminoles, we might very well have a picture of him.
1: Yeah, and uh, the Seminoles were part of the five civilized tribes, or one of the five civilized tribes. Yes. Uh, do you have any prints? um on the trail of tears anything on uh Andrew Jackson who
0: we have things on Andrew Jackson but i don't think that uh the trail of tears is a little earlier than harper's weekly
2: we have we have things on the cherokees uh uh moving from uh from uh, north carolina well, that's mhm it's
0: a little earlier
2: but that wouldn't wasn't uh wasn't the same era exactly but uh, we have we have uh prints on the tribes being moved though forcibly moved
0: mm-hmm. and a lot of indian war lots of indian war things
1: okay now the five civilized tribes were eastern um yes
2: tribes um, do you have anything on the Plains tribes? Yes, we do. We have uh, the Plains tribes are well represented. Uh, uh, the Department of Ethnology, the United States government, did quite a lot of uh, material, on both uh, halftone photographs of these Plains tribes, uh, many of them, and there's practically no area that had the Plains tribes. It wasn't representative, uh, and we have. We go back as far as Eastman, uh, South Eastman, uh, who who uh, depicted many of them as they went uh, to the Great Lakes to exchange their furs. They would come to a place called Mackinac Island where they would exchange uh, uh, the furs that they had for, for the uh, uh, payments in whatever, necklaces and so on. <laughs> and the heap... Pictured uh, these these various Indian groups that came, and uh, he was uh, he did this in wonderful engravings that in fact he had been the uh, teaching uh, art at uh, West Point that was his previous job. then they moved him to Mackinac so he could illustrate uh, schoolcraft's uh, chapters uh, on the uh, uh, that uh, thirteen volumes of the North American Indian.
1: And um, the broad spectrum of your customers, what are they after mostly? What sorts of things are they, seem to be more interested in?
2: I would think that uh, if I were to to uh, uh, say that they're probably, because they're from all over, they're probably interested in regional things uh, pertaining to where they where they're located, for example, they might be interested in uh silver mines uh uh silver mine material in uh in Nevada and uh uh the early gold strikes in California and the railroads going across nebraska Kansas, and so on and these uh, and that's uh, that's what I would say and the the subjects that are most probably uh interest uh, of interest are uh, Civil War is a very popular one, and of course it's particularly popular in the South. Uh, black history is very popular now for for the reasons we've already given that um, that uh, people are just being awakened to the, the to possibilities. And um, there, there are, the West has always been an intriguing the general West, cowboys and uh, uh, ranches and uh, opening up the West with troops and so on.
0: I think people like maps too. People yeah, are, they, really like maps, whether it's whether it's their heritage or where they're living now. You know what's
2: like what's maps. nice about these prints is they 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 can be as as uh, inexpensive as ten dollars, and they could be on the other hand uh, go up to uh, five thousand uh, dollars hmm. a print. Uh, but uh, of course. Uh, most of them are in the range of oh, thirty to sixty dollars, something like that. And uh, uh, so that they are, and what's nice is that people have something on the wall that actually is two hundred years old or one hundred and fifty years old, and it, and it's meaningful, and uh, they can tell the story of of the particular print that way too. So, uh, any
1: just uh, get spiked by the election of the first black president
2: in the United States? No, we 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 didn't uh, we didn't find any difference there, uh, uh, as far as I know. But it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell why the people are calling and when they're calling, uh, or or, or uh, emailing. And uh, but we can only we can only guess. And I didn't notice any spike. Did you, Kathleen?
0: Not really. I think it's just been kind of consistently. If we have something that people want that's attractive that's out there, then it sells. You know,
2: one thing that's interesting, when a special is done on television, for example, let's say on Frederick Douglass, then, of course, for a while there's a, a demand that uh, arises for more Frederick Douglass prints. Uh, okay. If there's a, a special done on a, a particular uh uh, character in history, then of course uh, Andrew Jackson, people want Andrew Jackson prints, uh, uh whether he's in Washington or in Nashville or wherever.
0: But Lincoln Lincoln is the most popular.
2: Lincoln is an extremely continuously popular print, mm-hmm. right, as an individual. Now all your prints are original. All everyone is. In other words, what they hold in their hand is something that is uh almost a hundred years old to as early as, well, we go back to around 1900. Yeah, 1800. 18, yeah. <laughs> the maps. Sure, everything's 100 years yeah, old. Yeah, the
0: maps are. But are some, real, some of
2: the maps go back uh, almost uh, uh, 300 years, and uh, there are uh, European prints that go back 500 years, from the very first prints that were made, right? Have you seen a sharp growth in
1: black customers? And um, what about the Statue of Liberty there in New York City? Any. Uh...
2: Oh, yeah. We have a lot of uh, images at various times done of the Statue of Liberty. And it's a popular item. Uh, and uh, al- along with uh, the Brooklyn Bridge, of course. Uh, those are the two most You know, popular. if you
0: visit Ellis Island, uh, the, there's a lot of prints on the wall there that actually we did sell to them.
2: Yes, so we, we provided so those when they remodeled When it. we
0: go places, we can feel pride sometimes knowing that we supplied some of the material that they're actually using. It's pretty exciting.
2: Do any of yep. your items appreciate and value? Yes, because they are... Uh, we- not not all of them by any means, but a lot of them are extremely rare and will never be seen again. And uh, they do. Which one well, in particular?
0: Well, the maps uh, seem to be. the Maps seem to be. Well, the maps seem to be ones that are currently showing uh, appreciation.
2: Yes, it, it does vary. Uh, maps are very good right we now. We don't
0: think we don't think along these lines too much because most of the people. Are buying our prints are modest in price in comparison to what, like what somebody would really invest in. People buy it because they like it, not not really thinking that they'll make five dollars on it. They
2: they won't lose anything, no yeah. doubt, because no. it's rare. But but uh, they can't be found. Yeah. But on the other hand, they might might not make much unless there's a particular upsurge in interest in a particular subject, and. Uh, that happens from time to time uh and uh who knows why <laughs> you mentioned Ellis Island what other
1: institutions are you proud of being uh, associated with
2: well we've we've uh, supplied to the library of congress they have a big uh a big uh catalog of old prints the us library of congress And uh, this catalog, uh, you may have seen it, has uh, several hundred prints in it. And what they will do is they'll make a copy of of those prints if a person simply wants a copy. And uh, they're very nice copies they make. But the original prints are, by and large, what we've sold the Library in Congress. And, in fact, we had a uh, letter thanking us over the years for supplying everything that became... Uh, that came into our hands, it was unusual, uh, pertaining to Washington, uh, the yeah. House of Representatives, and the, so on. T-
0: all the in- institutions that have separate archives have bought, but all the black universities, just about. Yeah, Howard you know,
2: University has collected a great, uh, great many of our prints. A friends.
0: lot of, lot of uh, them have made big, big collections. Mhm. And... Um, just uh they've had a lot of fun doing it over these years. it's been, 45 very, it's years. been very it's been a very exciting's been a very
2: satisfying business
1: mhm uh do you guys currently have a showroom or do you foresee uh, establishing a museum or an art gallery?
2: That probably is what'll finally end up uh, with uh we're getting up in age now, but uh people that are in the bay area the San francisco area, we welcome them over and we'll put <laughs> hundreds of prints in their subject of interest in front of them that they could actually touch and go through and purchase if they wish. And yeah. if they just want to look, they can look. We have people do that all the time.
0: We have, yeah, and people from that are visiting oftentimes come too. We, we're open without an appointment three days a week, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, then other times by appointment. And uh, we're always glad to
2: see people. Sure, they don't have to buy; they can see it, and uh, and it's great fun for them to see it. I remember. Uh, have we have we got another couple minutes here? I remember. Yeah. Did you uh, go ahead? I remember a, a family that came from Virginia, and they had just uh, been lucky enough to stay at, at uh, a relative's estate in Virginia. They came in to see if they could find something about that area of Virginia, and we were able to locate the exact estate picture—a very old one—and they were dancing around with. Joy. Oh,
0: that's true. And then we i i people have come in and have found yearbooks from their graduation, and a lot of weird, weird kind of serendipitous things have happened that people have found here. We've got all kinds of stuff to look through because we also sell ephemera, and that's all the paper and. Miscellaneous stuff, I guess is the best way to describe it, little booklets and things. We have we have all kinds of stuff for people to look at.
2: The well, yeah. whole theme is history, you see. Do
1: you have family members that are interested and willing to continue your work?
2: Yes, yes we do. We have a. Uh, uh, my daughter is uh, is in the print business and we have several employees. That uh, we probably will uh, will have continue the business after we're after we're done, and uh, but we certainly welcome other people interested.
1: And um, in the area that you're in, what other points of interest are near you, for those people in that area who may be coming to that area?
0: Well, we're only about twenty minutes from downtown San Francisco, but we're right on the Pacific Ocean and uh, there's a big fishing pier here where people can come and get crabs when the crabs are in season they get a, they do a lot of crabbing here and there's surfing beaches here and the water's cold but there's surfing's very very popular then we have a few historic buildings in town we have a, a an old mission building here an outbuilding an adobe building that is here but this is a small town that we're in. It's 40,000 people.
2: And yes, and it's it's really a a, a, a suburb uh, of uh, San Francisco, but it's cut off by a mountain uh, that uh, kind of has left it uh, not as a overnight sleeping suburb, but rather a small town within the orbit of the large city, you see.
0: And we are probably the coolest city in the country. I look out right now. And it's 90 degrees all over, but we have fog, <laughs> so it's cold here. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: cold. <laughs> the heat goes cold out at day. night. <laughs> so the toll-free number
1: is 800-879-277. 6277, give, right. uh, give us your web address again.
0: www.princeoldandrare.com dot com.
1: Okay. And are you on Facebook?
0: Uh yes.
1: And how would our uh listeners uh
0: Facebook well we're under Prince Old and Rare.
2: Prince Old Prince, and Rare. Yeah, old OLD and rare. And rare. She and calls me the home. old one, so that <laughs> Okay. Well before and we And if go, you get out, if you get out we welcome uh, welcome you to show you uh, Dr. Washington, we we uh, we'd be delighted.
1: Okay. Now, before you leave, uh, a couple of things. Are there any tips for collectors on how to avoid being tricked, or you know, getting something
0: that might not be worth it? Well, what, right now, I mean, the internet is so helpful because you can, if you're going to buy something, you can Google it and see what it should look like. And uh, the only way you really can learn is just by looking at a lot of things. I I think people should go to galleries and showrooms and look at things and ask people questions. If you have a book fair in your area, go to the book fair. Book dealers love to talk to people and tell them things. And they really, by and large, they don't want to cheat people. They want people to become collectors and to enjoy what they have. So just ask a lot of questions. Ask people, how do you know it's real? Show me. And I think people will will help.
2: Yes, the real dealers, uh, if they have access, one of the reasons why Kathleen said she doesn't really do the appraisal here unless the person can show up and show it to her is because with enough experience these dealers like us can feel the paper and almost judge the print by the paper it's on. Because a print under, say, a couple hundred dollars, it wouldn't be worth trying to make a fake print for it. It would cost as much to produce it, probably. Mm -hmm. And whereas, uh, for example, the courier knives could be uh, some people get a courier knives print and they'll say, isn't that wonderful? Well, it's just the back of one of the early courier knives calendars the reprints whereas the Koreanized print could look very similar, but the paper would be very different.
1: I see. Um, I want to remind our listeners that um, we've been talking to Kathleen Manny and Bill Paul, owners and operators of Prince Old and Rare. And they have a website, princeoldandrare.com, they can be reached by telephone at one eight hundred eight seven
2: nine six two seven seven. 879
1: 6277
2: I want to uh, thank you both. Uh, well, it's our pleasure, and we're delighted to talk to you, and we hope we talk to you again. Thank you
1: uh, so much. I will. Thank you thank again. Thank you.
2: Okay. Well, there you
1: have it, folks. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Hello, hello, hello? hello?